Hello from whatever part of the world you're listening to. This time I will teach you man up. You're about to have an amazing, amazing time and an inspiring time with different guests, different speakers, and of course, yours truly will be on board. So welcome on board to have an amazing time with us.
Yeah. Do you understand? And we see people who are lawyers professionally and they are actors and actresses. I bet I I did computer tech. I did a lot of things. Do you understand? And I ended up as an interior designer and a cleaner. I did. Yeah, I tell people I'm a cleaner and I'm an interior designer. Of course, I still do tech stuff. I do sales consultancy, everything. So, in real sense of it, we're just a, a mishmash of our gifts. So, whatever it is that's my gift is what I make um, a hobby. So, yes, I'm everything that you said. And I think the, the best part of me is that I just love people. Wow. I just love people. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Emmanuel. It's, it's, let me let me let me reserve some of the. Um, of the things that I want to say now, to, um, since we have we have quite um, we have time to talk about all of them. So yeah. um, for people that are just joining, and then the fact that I had to let out something now, um, we'll be talking about transforming ideas or evolving ideas or growing ideas, as anybody depending on what you want to um, call it. So I'll just go right into the question: What is an idea? Um, a lot of people will have mm. different things come to mind when it comes to ideas and. So what, what is an idea? Okay, you know, just like you said, people think ideas are just this grand thing. You know, it has to be something huge. Well, simply put, ideas are just solutions that come to your mind. Think about it this way. You, you want to go from point A to B, and you say, oh, I want to walk. That's an idea. I want to fly there. It's an idea. I want to, whatever it is, every time you have to provide a solution to anything, you have an idea. So just think about it. You always say that statement all the time. No, no, you guys are having a discussion. They say, no, 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 I have an idea. Yeah, that's it. It's so simple. It's just your thought pattern on providing a solution, right? That's what an idea is, your thought pattern on providing a solution. And that's why I keep telling everybody that ideas are a dime a dozen. It's everywhere. Every day you are engaging idea, you are you're coming up with an idea. What you're doing, Emmanuel, is an idea. I mean, you're helping yourself. The way you wear your makeup is an idea. <laughs> Do you understand? If you if you just have to find a solution. Once you have a thought pattern on how to provide a solution. You have an idea. It's nothing big deal. Don't let anybody bamboozle you as though that there are these people that have this idea, you know. So I don't have an idea. You have an idea. It doesn't even matter whether that idea is generic or not. It's an idea. It doesn't matter if people have been doing it. It's an idea. So that's, in a nutshell, that's what an idea is. Every time you think about it, just think about a thought pattern on how to provide a solution. That's what an idea is. So um, a lot of people have um, a lot of people have difficulty when it comes to when, when you hear some people say ideas are like visions and also um, in in order to have like a balance on what we're talking about and then so people wouldn't mix it up. What what is an idea? Uh, I mean, how what's the difference between an idea and a vision? Oh, interesting. So an idea is not a vision. But a vision is usually born out of an idea. That you thought about it as a solution. You thought about it as something you want to do. Something that will help humanity. You thought about it as solving a problem. Doesn't make it a vision. It's in the realm of ideas. It becomes a vision when you have a futuristic picture 
of what that thought pattern can become then you have a vision so you can let me give you an example someone sits and says cars are on fossil fuel how can we make them electric to save the um the earth that's an idea let's make cars electric it's an idea but it becomes a vision the day he puts pen to paper and action and says in the next 20 years i want us to phase out fossil fuel cars now that's a vision and you're not going to just say that and cross your legs and you know kind of um go to sleep and you know as my master mentor will always say roll over and play dead no when you put action to your futuristic picture of your idea it becomes a vision so it starts out with you thinking about a solution then you create a futuristic picture and that's i keep saying futuristic because you can start out your idea today without a picture you don't have a vision you are just working but when you think about it this is my solution this is where i think it will be in the next 10 years and that's where you now see the difference between those who are called um, the success and those who just have ideas and that's why people don't value ideas anybody can have an idea but the person who's going to put it to work having a picture in mind is the person who has a vision so you you don't mix both one cannot happen without the other which is your vision cannot happen without an idea but you can have an idea and not have a vision that's that's what you must always remember that i can have my idea and i do have a vision but i cannot have a vision outside of an idea because you take a step further when you have an idea to have a vision so that's where the it's a very thin line and you know people kind of cross it um uh, cross that line and say no it's the same it's not the same your idea is your thought pattern on a solution while your vision is the action you put with a futuristic picture of an idea then you have a vision and that's when you hear oh i have a dream a dream is an idea you can die sleeping in that dream but the people we yes you can die sleeping <laughs> i mean the mantra is filled with a lot of dead people dead dreams and that's why they say it's the richest place in the world right but the moment you pick it up and then you do something about it one step at a time no matter how little it is with a picture in mind that's what makes it a vision and that's why it's called vision it's sights with a picture in mind with a goal ahead then you have a vision so that's where the difference is Okay, I, I like I like the fact that uh, when you when you're trying to give uh, you're trying to describe it, you make mention of using a pen and then writing it down, then putting it to action. Then it comes to play when the, the scripture says um, said write the visions down, make it play. So basically, yes. you would now you would now say that um, um, for every vision that is uh, for every idea that should be worthwhile, should have a vision. And then yes. if it doesn't have a vision, it just dies, just becomes. Um, a random one of those random 
ideas. Absolutely. I know there's something that one of my mentors told me. He said, if it's important enough, you will write it down. Oh. Oh. Anything you just talk about, and you have no written document about it, whether it's electronic, electronically captured or you write it with pen and paper, if you don't write it, you didn't mean it. Because again, it's often said that the faintest pen is sharper than the smartest memory. So that means that if you don't write down, you're likely to forget. But if it's important to you, you will write. And that's why if you see visionaries, if you see the smartest CEOs, they always have a writing material. A lot of them still use notepads, even though they can afford tablets. I don't know why. Do you understand? But they like to write. Every meeting they attend, they are writing something. Do you understand? They, they want to share their thoughts with you. They have a written. They don't believe that they know what they want to tell you. They have their notes, they study, they, they write. They want to have a meeting, they write. Their next step, they write. Do you understand? So if you don't write your idea down, it just tells me that you're really not, you're, you're really not ready to do anything with it. Wow, wow, wow. So, so um, um, how, can, how can one take um, an idea that seems so little or regular into another level? I think, I think we've, we've built on it already, but how can one um, take an idea that looks so simple and then because in my own opinion i don't think any every yeah. idea is simple or regular but um, mm-hmm. if we don't do some certain things it will be simple and regular so how can one take an idea that seems little or regular into another level okay so what i usually would tell people is that um there's no idea that is simple and there's no idea really that is regular I know that doesn't sound like what you would always hear, but that's the truth. There's no idea that is simple. There's no idea that is regular. As long as you're solving a problem, you see, the problem we have is that man was built with a level of uniqueness. So at every point in time, you're looking at your life and asking yourself for a place to be regular, to be different that's the truth it's intrinsic so when you have an idea what you are thinking of is oh this idea emmanuel already has it i saw it on instagram oh someone is doing this on snapchat so you kind of think let's throw it out that's what's going on well in the real sense of it there's you know there's this statement they always say that the sky is wide everybody can fly and it's the truth. It's wide. Have you thought about the fact that fizzy drinks keep coming up year in, year out? The people that sell bottled water keep bottling water, different brands per day. Nobody's trying to do it different. They have bottles, they have water, they have it sealed, they have it packed in a plastic bag, they deliver it to the supermarket, hotel, wherever you have to pick it up from fast food joints. And that's it. And they are cool with it. <laughs> and you thought about it. They are cool with it. They start the business and they work out their figures. So the first thing is always know that it's you don't have to kill yourself for these ideas when the world hears it's going to shift the world. It's good if that idea comes through you. We will celebrate you. But it's no big deal because social media platforms 
and social media platforms. We hear about the Instagrams, we hear about that, but there are all those big Blake and all those people. And they're doing something that is almost like what is going on. So let's first clarify that there is no idea that is simple because it took the human brain and the human mind to materialize it. There's no idea that is regular because it's solving a problem. The difference is the delivery. The delivery of your idea. How have you learned to deliver your idea to people? That's where we should actually focus on your uniqueness. So how do you then take that idea that you have, knowing now that your idea is good enough, how do you take that idea and spin it off to something smart? The first thing is believe in your idea. That's where everything scatters. After 10 years, you can just abandon it. Believe in your idea. The only reason there's electricity is because a man believed that even if he failed 99999, whatever figures they call it, one day we'll get it right. Believed in the idea. So the start point is believe in your idea. After you've believed in your idea, the second thing is work your idea. There is no thing that how do I put this? There are no shortcuts. It's work. Your ideas are not going to become. You're going to work your idea. And working it doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to start from the top. No. Every single day, record that you put in something. You must record that you put in something into your idea. That something could be a study. That something could be research. That something could be networking with someone who's working on a part of your idea. It could be meeting a mentor. It could be enrolling for a course, a free course. I mean, you've got the Udemy, you've got all of them, um, the Alicins, whatever you want to do, educate yourself. It could mean writing out a plan. And it doesn't have to be 200 pages. It can just be, okay, what do I want to achieve in the next one year with this idea? So I'm going to meet with this person. It could be register a company. Just make sure that every day you do something that's going to move your idea to the next point. So now you believe your idea, you're working your idea. The first thing is stay with your idea. The reason is one of the biggest problems that young people have today we young is we lack stickability the ability to stay staying power so you, you do it for like six months it's not returning let me use myself as an example i started interior designs in 2016. i tell you Emmanuel, there were times that it did not pay my bills i'm not joking about it there were times when it didn't pay my bills at all. Did I feel like quitting? Oh yes. Did I feel like I could get a better, another job? I mean, I've always been an A-list. I wouldn't have been difficult to get another job. But if I quit, 
that business at that time, I won't be where I am today. It didn't, and I'm serious, it didn't pay the bills at all. And people thought I was joking. So when you believe it, work it out and stay with it. Those are the three things that make the difference. People have ideas they don't believe in, they don't work on those ideas. And the third thing, they don't stay. I always use pastors as an example. They are fantastic people. I mean, they will tell you that a being that they've never seen before told them. I'm sure people don't think about it. A being they never saw before told them that they would be great. And then they start out and nothing is working and they stay. I mean, their, their children suffer, their spouses suffer. I mean, everybody talks against them. Their family feels they are wasting time, but they stay. They see results. It's a template that works across every industry. If you believe it, work on it every day, even when it's not working. Stay. Now, when you stay, the first thing you need to do is appraise your idea. Don't get stuck in, I'm doing well. Appraise your idea. It's your responsibility to tell yourself, okay, in the last six months, what have I achieved? What did I say I was going to do? Did I do them? Why didn't I do them? Okay, I don't kill yourself. Appraisals and evaluation of yourself is not to look down on you. It's to help you get going. I feel the number of times. Do you understand? A number of times I have ideas that I rolled out and never worked. I didn't kill myself. All I just needed to do was to say, okay, this way is not working. Let's move on to the way, another way. And you could try it 50 times. Do you understand? So those four things I tell people, once you believe in your idea, work on your idea, you you stay on the idea and appraise the idea every day every year in year out you'll see yourself doing that how that answers it yeah very 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 well and, and then with 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 what you said now it's it just shows that it's, it's not just on ideas that there are a lot of people that have gifts and there are people that are gifted in this art, um, aspect and all of that but most times you'll find that they don't do um much because of the fact that they don't believe that they can they they don't work on it because obviously they don't believe in it. they don't believe it so they can't work on it and they don't stay then mm-hmm. if you just have that thing that's one of the, the things that we have um, a problem to have as young people in our generation now that's the fact that people are not very consistent with what they you can't really pinpoint that this person mm-hmm. and say oh this guy has been doing this for a very long time you would you say oh okay she's doing something else now because that's the type of 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 what surrounds us now and then people don't appraise um whatever they're doing so i think it's it's not it's not just on ideas this basically talks about cuts across basically everything that every human being will do on earth it's if you don't Mm. believe what you have if you don't believe that god has put something that you used to solve solutions and all of that and then if you don't um if you don't work on it, work it out. If you don't, you don't stay and you don't 
please stay. Just, just, just. So basically, you just answered like a question for like maybe five other questions in one. So, yeah. so like and then I can't, I can't overemphasize that nobody should miss the. the it's going to, the video is going to be saved on my page, so you can watch over and over and then share to your loved ones. So, um, there, are to my next question, there are quite a lot of people that, um, there are quite a lot of people with ideas that only exist in, in their head, like what we just spoke about now, and then, mm-hmm. and it's, it ends there. So, how can how can one work on on an idea until it becomes a reality? Yeah, I think that's where the bulk of the work is, right? and i would start from the problem it always starts with what my master mentor and pastor calls analysis paralysis you spend so much time analyzing this idea two years have passed someone has started the idea you are spending time studying the competition the competition does not even know you exist. You are still, you are, what you don't realize is you are studying their yesterday when they are meeting today to invent their tomorrow. That's a big problem. You sit down studying your competition, but you don't realize that what you have is that you are studying their yesterday while they, in, they are in their today inventing their tomorrow. If only you can also take that and tell yourself, this is who I am today. I want to invent tomorrow. So to, to make your idea work, how do you, okay, so we've talked about believe. And let's talk, let's go to the second one. Work on the idea. How do you work on an idea? Start out with analyzing, I didn't say paralysis, analyzing your idea. Who is this idea meant for that that is so huge because i've heard people come up with solutions that forgive my french i think they are stupid and i'll tell you why i used that word the question is and you know i i chose that word because that was exactly what steve jobs called a particular idea that was brought to him and he he said the reason so i explain why i love um shoelaces a lot i love different styles of shoelaces am i gonna pay for a solution that helps me to lace my shoe in different ways no so even if you have the idea i'm sure you watch some of the tech inventions and you're like what is this it's not every idea that is marketable. So that's why you need to analyze your idea. Who is this idea meant for? One. Who is this idea not meant for? You know, we do a lot of positives. We don't do the negatives. The third thing is, is anybody willing to pay for this idea? Because at the end of the day, except you're a not-for-profit, and even not-for-profit, you still need buy-in of your donors. So who's willing to pay for it? When you know all of this analysis and you've done it, 
the next thing I tell people is when you are working on your idea is learn learn you don't know it and you are not the first to do it and even if you are the first to do it you can only build on the works of people so I'll give you an example to create um, an airplane the belt on the understanding of a car to create a car they built on the understanding of a cart to create parts they built on the understanding of animals so you see that you build on an understanding and then you take it to the next level so you must learn don't this the problem we have is people don't want to learn I mean oh I'm an interior designer it just comes to me naturally and you don't study you don't have books I mean I know you're an architect I ask you a lot of questions when you do some things where you say I say what's it called what's this I study I ask questions I have books on stripes sketch dots I mean what am I doing with dots I have a book that is about 300 pages talking about circles and dots and I sit and I read them so when you see me say oh it's a pin stripe we use here oh I want to have a retro this is you're wondering wow there's no wow I just read <laughs> so learn learn follow the right people the people that have, have gone ahead doing what you want to do follow them read learn ask questions don't be afraid I ask you know, I follow some top American brand designers because I also design brands. And I'm Nigerian. But you know, I have one-on-one conversations with them on their DM. We talk for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I might never be able to have met the brand doctor, Eric Maskey, in all my life. But he talks to me 10 minutes here and there. I had bounced something off it. Don't be afraid. They are human beings. They don't have to eat. That they have 10 million followers doesn't make them extraordinary. They are human beings like you. You are one of the people that made them have 10 million followers. Because you are one of the followers. <laughs> Do you understand? So you work on it, you learn, and then don't be afraid to fail. Don't. Don't be afraid to get no from people. It's okay. Don't expect people to believe what you are doing. They won't believe. Don't expect it. It's too much. Don't expect it. It's too much an expectation from a human being to believe in what you're doing. Don't worry. When you get there, they will join you. They will understand it. And don't fight them because they did not believe in you. They just could not see it. It's normal. There are people that you too, you cannot see what they are doing. It doesn't make them your enemies. They just can't see it. And you need healthy relationships. So you can't afford to have different things happening. Do you understand? And having enemies everywhere. No. Learn. Don't be afraid to fail. Keep healthy relationships. And the biggest part for me, the biggest part for me, you know, people don't like us talking about these parts. Consult God. I'm telling you the truth. It sounds, oh, she just bounced me off. I loved everything she was saying until she went this route. Well, unfortunately, 
for you, that's all I know. All of this English I've spoken would only work if you're sitting on that foundation. Learning to consult God. I mean, God can tell you, go and buy that land. It's 100,000. We've seen it happen not once, not twice. It's 100,000 in the bush. And I'm wondering, I can afford to buy a land in town. Why should I go and buy that land? It's 100,000. And you find out he has a natural resource. Or it suddenly opens. And in three years, it happened to one of the districts, popular districts, I'm very high brown now. I think when they were selling their lands, three million. <laughs> in 2008. The land there now is in billions. 2008, it was in millions. If God told on go and buy, it all looks like a bush. It was a bush. So, whatever it is we're doing, it just sits on that, that foundation. Consult with God. Learn. Be ready to do everything that you need to do. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to get it wrong. You'll be fine. Just tell yourself, I'll be fine. That's my, I mean, if you hear me talk anytime, I'm like, everybody will be fine. Because in the end, let me say it the way they say, last, last, everybody will be fine. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, this, this, all of this, I think, I think maybe you should write after this, maybe we we'll beg you to write a book and then put all of this in, in, in the book and then we'll, we'll definitely come by it. But, um, in, in this, in this with, with, with one of the things you said, I think one of the things that's very peculiar to young people is, um, the fear of, of failing. It's more like, we don't see it, we don't hear about it. Everybody just be like, oh, you go to do this it has to be successful everybody we don't we don't feel like it's normal to actually fail at some point in time we just feel like oh everything has to go and then it's this is one of the things that keep um, young people and keep most of most of us in like a box because you want you know, to you know Emmanuel, let me cheat this in before you you please sorry as you just said i didn't want to lose the thought because i know you're going to come on with a follow-up question and i may just lose the thought one thing that we need to also know is there is no age attached to success. There's a lot of pressure on people. I'm 35. I need to have a car. I need to have a house. Hello, Vera Wang started a wedding idea at 40. Today, everybody wants to wear a Vera Wang dress. We know how many thousand dollars it is at age 40. Let, let's not even talk about the KFC guy. Let's talk about the fashion. Oh, no, I have to start now. I must be successful now. It's okay. I love when people start early. But if it doesn't work out for you early, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay for you to start working on that idea at 40, at 32, and get it wrong for seven years. And now... You want to celebrate your 40th birthday and it looks like you are just starting all over again. You are fine. There is no age attached to success. There's this yoga adage that says, there's no day you buy a new dress and you will not find a party to wear it. Have you thought about it? You like buy your own dress January. There'll be an event. 
If you like, buy it September. There will be an event. Buy it December. There will be an event. So what is the problem? What's the pressure? Because you see 25 year olds already under pressure. I got a success. I'm like, what are you talking about? We thank God for the Mark Zuckerbergs who made it early. But we also thank God for the Elon Musk. We're grateful for Warren Buffett. We thank God for um, Donald Trump that became president at what age? We still celebrate the France president that was 30-something years. That's why I said there's no age attached to success. So don't let anybody pressure you like, oh, you lost something. Something is wrong somewhere. No. You can just, you can start it. You can start it at any time. And I think that was one of the things that helped me personally. Because I built a career that looks, I mean, golden. Looks like, to just continue it. And then imagine now switching to a business and nothing is working. I mean, I didn't say something. Nothing is working. You know when your family members actually call you? I usually don't want to come back to Lagos. Maybe this thing is not for you. But today, then I, I saw them over the weekend and I asked, so when are you going back? It's no longer come to Lagos. So it's now, I is the business. And I started late. I didn't start at 30. I didn't start at 31. I started really late. Do you understand? And I still counted my years. And I'm excited right now. So please, apart from the fact of apart from the fact that you don't have to be afraid to fail one major part Emmanuel is that there is no age attack to success you have not missed it because you are 45 you have not missed it you are good start just start don't die where you are that's sometimes we say that don't die where you are move make a move even if you don't get to where you wanted to get to before you exit the world because you're starting at age 60. What if you pass on in 10 years? You started. There'll be someone to pass the button to. You started. And that's very important. Starting. I mean, the, the most important people in the relay race is start and finish. So even if you won't be the finisher, be the starter. Thank you. So um, I, I think I, I, like to, I like to draw sometimes um, our attention to some biblical um, characters. So yeah. in, in the case of a lot of people um, being scared of age or, or time, um, you, you will now notice that sometimes we try to want to limit God in wanting to do some certain things. It's just like um, Abraham was, how old he was, and then he felt like there was no child coming in because he was at that age at that particular point. So yes. we forget that we, we serve God, a God that he doesn't have any business with time. Our our five years might be his five minutes. So we basically yes. and then we will not want to limit the Almighty God because we feel like oh this is not for me anymore. And then so yes. this is basically for every single person. And then I think sometimes we even forget that okay, we this is not how we should base um, our our life or our journey. And then it now comes down to something else which is um success relative in the sense that um your definition mm. of subject might be someone else's definition of subject might be getting a house getting a car but basically if you if you want to um um keep if you want to your definition to be 
based on the Bible, you would notice that it doesn't that all of that doesn't matter. Your 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 definition of success will now be that um, you are working in line with what God has put you on earth to do. Whatever age that He would put you at, there's um, a time and a season for everything that He wants us to do. And so we cannot yes. do outside of that time. We cannot force Him to come earlier, and then we cannot force Him to come later. So by the time we start is when God wants us to start. So basically. Um, I yes. think we have to fashion our minds with some of um, of these thoughts, and then we'll, yeah. have, we'll be at that pinnacle of the, the zenith of our lives. So, absolutely. My 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 next question is: um, At what stage? At what stage do we um, start involving people or sharing our, our ideas with people? And then, how important is it to actually involve people or share ideas with people, as the case may be? Oh, interesting. You know because. I always call it the hoarding of ideas. I don't want anybody to steal my ideas. I I work with a lot of startups. You know, I actually worked in a venture capital at some point, and we were from incubation to acceleration and all of that. So I always had to sit down to listen to business ideas. Do you understand? And one of the things that used to amuse me was how people would sit in front of me and say I don't want anybody to know about my idea so that they don't steal it I'm like tell me about the idea and the moment you roll it out I can give you four or five businesses across the globe that is already doing what you're doing so the first thing you should realize is that in ideation don't be afraid that anybody's going to steal your idea. But the only thing you should think about is the uniqueness of your delivery. That nobody can take away from you. Emmanuel, I can't think like you. No matter how much I try. I can't see like you. No matter how close we are. I'm still going to see life through my unique lens. I'm still going to have a tinge of uniqueness in my thought pattern. So don't be afraid. So at what point should you talk about your idea? I think before you talk about the at what point, it is with who should you? Then we talk about at what point. So with who? I say that there's no point talking about your idea with someone who doesn't understand innovation. Creativity. There's no point. You can talk about your idea and kill your idea. I'll give you an example. Recently, I was having a discussion with a friend of mine on something that I want to do for Bono. When I finished the conversation with him, I was disappointed in myself that I spent that time. Yeah, my time means a lot to me. So I spent that time trying to convince him. I should have just stopped this conversation like three minutes or two minutes into it because the person can't see it. Now, the only reason he could not kill the idea is because I built my mind over time. Right? Because I built my mind over time, it was difficult to kill it. So know who you're speaking with. Speak with people with like minds. People with success mentality. People with 
the mindset of a winner people who will not mock you because you see we are humans we've got emotions we feel bad we process things let's stop acting as if we are rocks you get injured there are people that i if they don't believe in my idea to pay me i'm telling you i hold them in high esteem i can spend the next six months trying to convince them but that was some time ago right now i will not convince you you just don't believe it you will believe the results do you understand that doesn't mean that you don't listen to the counsel of people i listen to people a lot but i'm able to sift what you want me to get if you can't get my idea it's fine so talk to people who can who can burst your idea with you who can carry your idea i'll give you an example from the scriptures when the angel finished talking to mary and had convinced joseph that she was carrying a child of the holy ghost if she stayed in her family house she would have lost that pregnancy she journeyed to elizabeth who did not have a virgin pregnancy but she had an angelic visitation for a child so they were in the miraculous together and that's when she stayed so she journeyed off so who you talk to matters and then when do you talk follow your heart when do you have the leading from within people talk because they feel pressured you don't calm down build your intuitive power to know when to speak you don't speak all the time you should know when to speak and nobody can actually determine when you should speak it comes from within it comes from within even whom to speak with comes from within and that's why you've got to build your intuitive um your intuitive your mind renew it with god so that you know who to talk to and when to talk so that's why i think i'll say so um, um so do we do we need like a, a particular type of environment to be able to, to develop an idea or it just what's 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 um what is the what should be like a basis if we want to set up ideas and all of that? Um should do we need like an environment or what do we need to try to develop an idea? You actually need an environment. There is an atmosphere for developing an idea. It's a creative atmosphere. It's there's the physical ambience there's also the energy ambience i like to put it that way your physical ambience has to be one that allows for focus you don't i was saying that you can't be telling me that you want to do ideation in a marketplace distractions are too much you can't have your tv playing and you are telling me you are ideating you can't you can't, you can't listen to music and ideates until people understand it i'm listening to music but i'm thinking is a lie you don't have 100% focus you need calm you need focus and that's why i always say that your ideation um might not be 6 hours it could be 30 minutes a day it could be 1 hour but sit down and all that is in front of you is that idea so that's the first environment Now the second environment is you need a you need an environment of people that are bursting and working on their ideas. 
It doesn't have to be your own idea, your type of idea, but they're working on something. And that's why co-working spaces are always the best for people who are ideating. Like minds are there. They are working on something. And even when you want to get distracted, someone is sitting there and saying, I've got to work. So it motivates you to sit back. I mean, I've managed a co-working space before. So I do know I was the MD of that place. I know what it was working up and down and looking at people getting serious and spinning off investments and all that. So you need that environment that keeps you focused, creative minds with you, and just um, just take away the noise and the naysayers. I think that's the environment that works for ideation. So, so um, I, I think one of the things I try to do with all of the series is um, at every point in time, there should be like um, a God factor or a discussion that points back to Yeah. So, so, so the the life life is spiritual. So it is important that at any point in time we attack everything spiritual. So how can we engage yes. and engage spiritually? So, so the how, first how, thing you should realize. Hello. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, I said. So how can we engage um, an idea spiritually? The first. Okay, good. So everything is spiritual. You are a spiritual being. You came from the realm of the spirit before you showed up on earth in a body. And you have a mind. So you cannot do anything on this earth without a spiritual connotation. Whether you are conscious of it or not, doesn't matter. You can't have a successful idea outside of God. And I say it without apologies. I say without ambiguity, you cannot have a successful idea outside of God. Now, you may say, oh, what about, let me tell you the truth. I remember very well, and I, you can Google this. I remember when Mark Zuckerberg was in Facebook and he had a, a brain block, as he said. He didn't know what was his next step to take in Facebook. And everything seems quiet and not working. And he reached out to his mentor, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs didn't tell him to read a book. Steve Jobs didn't tell him to come for a session where they should have brainstorming session. He told him to journey to India. It's online. Mazukov said it. It's a video. Journey to India and go and see a monk. When you get there, everything will happen. Please tell me life is not spiritual again. Are you telling me Steve Jobs doesn't have principles that he could have said, step one, and go what? No. But life is spiritual. So you can't have an idea outside God and expect it to be successful. You need to start with God. The problem is we start an idea and drag God in it and say, God, you see, I'm calling you. Bring the contract. He's asking you. I did not send you to sell water. You are supposed to be selling sand. How am I supposed to bring water? Someone to buy water. And you are you are the one that was made for me. I was not made for you. 
So the first thing you should do is not that we, we involve God in our ideation. We start with God in our ideation. Do you understand? So that's the first thing. You need you have an idea. It's humility to take it to God and say, God, I know my mind couldn't have thought about this if you didn't expose my mind to it. What would you have me do with what you told me? The Bible says that commit your ways to the Lord. Acknowledging in all your ways. Then, he doesn't direct everybody's path. The people that he will, he will direct are those who trust in them, in him, with all their hearts. They acknowledge him. So you need to always go back. Don't say, oh God, I asked you, you already told me to go and sell sand. So I started selling sand. Then you abandon him. And then you go to buy why we want you to be rich. Um, secrets of wealth. Seven habits of... I read books. I have a library. If you get to my living room, I recycle books in my library, in my living room, from the one in my study. Because I must read. I read. But they are not the standard. My standard is what God is saying. Because he can ask me to do things that does not even tally with what the books say. And I will reap. Isaac was told, sow in famine. By the books, you don't sow in famine because there's no water to help it. But sow in famine. He sowed in famine. The Bible says that same year he reaped a hundredfold. So start out with God. Continue with God. Commit every step. And the last thing I will say is David fought 66 battles. He had always fought from um, the days of his youth. He didn't say, I'll be fighting battle, fighting battle, so I don't need to ask God. For every battle, he still went back to God to ask God for the strategy. So that's where, that's how much God has to be in your idea. He has to be the start, and he's your grand commander. So you have to take on, you have to treat him as such. He's your boss. You have to give him reports. He has to give the approvals and the next step. That's how much God must be in your idea for it to be successful. I think I think this is please after after now please we're begging a special request from you. The book should be available for or for download. Maybe before the end of the year or because we don't want to rush. Maybe I should consider writing a free ebook. Please. I don't like I don't like monetizing things. I think I just will do a free ebook. I will just no. give it to people. Let them just have fun. You can you can do the book and then give it to me to sell. I'll, I'll just see. <laughs> to sell. Since, you <laughs> since you don't want to monetize it, I'll do the monetizing for you. Okay, okay, <laughs> that would be a good partnership. I'll do the book, you do the selling. Exactly. But we exactly. share the profits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about it. No, it's fine. So, it's so my my next question would be. I think this this one is uh, probably for my, my own personal uh, question. Okay. That if if um if you had one if you had um if you could change one thing in our world today in general like every single thing in the world and if you had the opportunity to just pick out one thing and change what? Hmm, that's an interesting question. It will be the mindset of the young people. Wow. That's what I would love to change. Because if I change it, I'd have changed the world 
ahead by centuries. The mindset of the young people, why do I say so? We stay in a world today where information is everywhere and you can't deny the fact that the young minds, we are overwhelmed with what we don't need and what we need. So we're in the middle of a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, not knowing what to do with it. And we are just shooting blocks. It's painful. Our mindset as to what we consider success is warped. We think it's cars. We think it's spending millions in the club. We think it's jewelry. Then you talk to Warren Buffett and he's talking integrity, talking hard work. Do you understand? The value systems are deep world apart. Do you understand? And that's why we can see a lot of increase in fraud, um, in, um, in, in the wrong stuff, in every wrong thing. You open the you open the, the social media platforms and you are like, who raised this one? This, no, that's the question. Because you're even wondering. But you know, I always tell you that it's not a matter of who raised because they can raise you, then you will erase the raising. And then write another thing in yourself. Do you understand? So it beggars for me, I would want to change the mindset. And that's why every opportunity I have to speak, I just want to speak because. I want to give a voice to the right things. You know, the Bible says that there are many voices in the world. I mean, imagine at that time that you were writing the Bible. They wrote it that there are many voices. I'm sure they didn't even imagine that there were 7.2 billion voices in the world. Do you understand? But it says there is none of them without significance. Everybody is speaking. And everybody wants relevance. And everybody wants a, re- a result. So our young minds have been fed with the wrong values, with the wrong definition of success, like you said, with the fear of tomorrow. Do you understand? They are born into a world that is not working. So for me, I want to change the mindset of young people. That's what I like to change. I think, the I one think, thing. I think, I think, I think um, that's like a very... I don't know what the words to use, but it makes a lot of sense. I think um, recently I, I saw I saw someone was something was playing, and I was telling the person that it seems everybody feels like they just have a soundtrack at the back of their of a voiceover. Then it, it makes sense because you would now wonder the type of things that people just sit down and then just start saying, and then because. Is it yes. does that sound or the one puts the um, famous hill song <laughs> soundtrack and then it just everybody just feels like it's right but if you we should yeah i think we're losing gradually losing our, our value system it's, it's reducing yes. um, the way we um these things that uh, people our, our parents value more and then some of these things are actually being taught and inculcated in a lot a lot of us but it gets to the point where everybody gets to choose how the outcome of their life is it's, it's just yes. it's just sad but thank you thank painful part yeah but thank god thank god we have people like you that like no wearing kids and people like you right <laughs> that initiate it and look for people to just give a voice you're doing fantastic by the way thank you very much so so my last question sadly i know i know i don't want the session to end but sadly my last question would be what are your advices on your counsel to everyone with an idea 
that um, that is eager to develop into reality. Okay, I'll just say to you that the first thing I'll say to you is that love God and believe that He loves you, and that whatever He tells you to do is what's best for you. You didn't create yourself. You didn't show up on earth by yourself. I mean, the manufacturer of the Samsung TV will always tell the product what to do. If he has a problem, it's the manufacturer that will fix it. The product, the TV will not say, no, stop. This is how I should be. So believe that God loves you. Believe that what he has given you is not inferior. Your idea is not inferior. Believe it. Believe it. You can be called to make shoes. Believe it's not inferior to the person who's making computers. It's not inferior. The other thing I'll say to you is stay in the right environment. Don't stay with people that talk you down. Stay in people that will cheer you on. We are human beings. We need it. You can't tell me, you can't stay in the, you know, people that talk you down, talk you down, talk you down, and you expect to achieve. You can't achieve much. But if you stay where people are cheering you on, you would achieve a lot. And then, don't forget those four things you have to do with your idea. If you will just do those four things, believe in your idea, work on your idea, stay with your idea, and appraise your idea. If you do those four things, I'm telling you, it sounds easy. They are just four. But it's a lot of work. I'm telling you the truth. You would, you, I mean, we'll read about you and we'll be in awe of who you have become. So that's my counsel. Wow. Thank you so, 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 wow. so, so much. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish um, they can just open my heart and then put it maybe under something and then everybody will see how grateful I am for your time. And then I know you're a very busy person and then you have to be somewhere. Uh, yes. Thank you for taking out. <laughs> Thank you for taking out time to share your thoughts with us. And then I know I know that a lot of people have been blessed because I've been blessed. And then more people will be blessed for everybody that yes. will watch over and over and over again. Because I watch over and over and over again. So thank you so much. God bless you. Thank so, you so much, Emmanuel, for having me. I don't I don't consider it a small privilege. I think it's a huge one because I, I'm very sure that in five years' time, we're gonna look at all the people that have been in your live sessions and they'll be like wow this guy's hosted so for me it's a privilege i know the beautiful part they're like this was the first female i think i, I think yeah, i have I to go away that trophy i have to go and frame i have to go and frame uh, uh no i'm the one i will frame it so that when you are talking about your life session, i'm like oh come on i was the first female to be on that show don't you know come on <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm thank so grateful. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And then thank you to everybody that stayed right. and everybody that joined in. And then everybody that watched the video all over and all over again. And so we'll be having our next session yeah. by next month. Okay. So our, all details will be on my page. And then we have daily prayers by 12 to 12 every day. So you can join in. The link is on my bio. You can join the group chat and then um, the link for the prayers will be shared every day by 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. So thank you, everybody. See you next time. Thank you so much, Mom, for coming on. Thank Mom. you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.